Hi, I'm Corny Rempel. Thanks for listening to Mix 96. Today we chatted with Cassandra Cornelson from Steinbeck Parks and Rec and Jason Peters from Hanover Parks and Rec about what Phase 1 is going to look like for sports and rec here in Manitoba. We also chatted with our Steinbeck MLA, Kelvin Gertzen. He's also the Education Minister. He shed a little more light on what Phase 1 looks like for the reopening of Manitoba. It's the Mixed Morning Show. It's the Mixed Morning Show. All right, joining me, Cassandra Cornelson from Parks and Recreation here in Steinbeck. Cassandra, before we get to the hard news, uh, how are you feeling today? Busy? Today is an amazing day. It's busy, but it's very good news. We're very excited. Yeah, of course, the province made their big Phase 2 reopening announcement. I know last week they made the kind of preliminary announcement, and you guys have been working hard to try to figure something out. What, what's the news from your side of things today? What's, what's going to be happening soon? Uh, right. So last week we got preliminary news that they were going to open uh, up some of the organized sports and different sport teams are going to be able to uh, resume, uh, maybe not at normal capacity, but get on the field. So today we are given during the phase two announcement that uh, most sports teams are able to take the field, which means it's super busy down at Parks and Recs for us. And we have a big announcement for our summer recreation camp. So when it comes to the sports side of things, let's let's uh, let's cover that off before we move on. Um, are there going to be some changes to how sporting events are going to be happening? Do you expect? That's right. So definitely, with taking into consideration the guidelines for COVID nineteen, following the Manitoba government uh, stipulations, uh, sport teams will be able to uh, come forward with their plan, and they themselves will be able to monitor social distancing and things within their groups. Uh, the city of Steinbach will be able to rent them those facilities so that they can um, take part in their sports, different from maybe having full-on games that have all the spectators out there, just taking all of those things into consideration. So it's the responsibility of the leagues themselves, leagues and teams, to follow these rules, not the city to enforce it. Is that right? That's correct, yeah. So the sport teams will definitely be uh, checking into uh, their own guidelines and things with our help along the way, but uh, it's up to each sport group to research and find out what things they can and can't do. And uh, moving forward, hopefully as the phases lift, it'll get easier and easier for those plans to roll out. Now from your side of things, what's all going into making sure that all those uh, facilities are ready to go? It is a great kind of chaos. We're very excited. There's lots of line painting, nets, lots of great things. The park team has been on it this year, maintaining great fields and things like that. But now is we've got the word to move forward, so it'll be a busy few weeks for us for sure. Talking day camps, because you had mentioned that. Steinbeck started doing day camps, was it last year, and now you're back at it? That's right. So uh, the summer recreation camps, City of Steinbeck started uh, last year. And we're very pleased that the Phase 2 announcement includes the summer rec camps again, uh, following a different procedure, having lots of different guidelines in place. But we're we're going to be able to provide those camps uh, as safely to the public. And we're really excited that we're going to have our registration online by mid to next week. And we're going to have camps. So what's better than having a summer of camps? I'm assuming your phone has been absolutely ringing off the hook. It has. And, you know, the last couple of days, checking in, people asking about camps, are you having them, what's going on with sports. Uh, my phone is lighting up, and it's a really great feeling. 
I'm getting the feeling that, you know, after what has been a really quiet spring, just because it has had to be, we're going to have uh, a pretty busy summer. I think so. I hope that all goes well with the phase two and then potentially the phase three and uh, people are following the guidelines and we can safely offer sports and different things. But I think you're right. It's going to be a busy and a good summer, something to really look forward to. Cool. Thank you for chatting, Cassandra. Okay, great. Thanks a lot. It's the Mix Morning Show. It's the Mix Morning Show. Uh, first off, Jason, uh, how are you feeling today? Busy? It's been busy. Yeah, lots of response from the announcement earlier in the day about Phase 2 starting, and so we're, we're sifting through that to see what it means for us, but certainly we are happy to be taking that step forward. Was it, was it nice to have the kind of sneak peek last week at the Phase 2? Was that helpful? Uh, it, it was helpful because we, we started to think about what our next steps were, but uh, there was still enough you know, information that wasn't given out that we, uh, we're still in that uh, evaluating phase today, but uh, yeah, it's good to have the heads up. So what's your first take on the Phase 2 announcement? What are some of the things that you're looking forward to and some of the things you'll be able to do now? Yeah, I, again, we're, we're still kind of exploring that, but you know, we're, I'm happy to see that there's some, uh, some progress in terms of some of our facilities being a little more usable, uh, rec centers, potentially um, parks. Obviously, we were uh, getting some usage already before, but now we can be looking at some some. Uh, a little bit larger groups in terms of rentals and stuff, provided they're under the 50-person uh, limit for the outdoor stuff. Pools and splash pads, um, are, are, it's all a really positive development as well, although there's some things we need to work out there in terms of how we'll implement it. And then and then the uh, discussion around some of the sports. So, uh, you know, with the, the good possibility of some baseball and softball and, and maybe some of those sports starting in the near future, uh, we're excited to see, uh, you know, how much activity we can still get in this summer. What's the process to figure out what exactly is allowed to go ahead sports-wise? Uh, you know, we're still going to be relying significantly on, their, on the provincial sport organization. So, you know, the today's uh, release did give some go-ahead in terms of some sports getting started. But uh, we're still waiting on, uh, on the minor sports, particularly to get their approvals from Sport Manitoba and from the province on how they will run things. And then there has to be some evaluation of uh, just safe safe return to play protocols that you know between the municipality and and the organizations that we need to make sure that uh, those bases are covered so there's a little bit of work to do but uh, we have a few days yet before june 1st and <laughs> we'll uh, we'll keep working hopefully sooner than later we'll have some exciting things happening in the parks love to hear that when it comes to some of those safe play practices how much responsibility is on the municipality versus the responsibility on the sports league itself yeah, and that's actually the million-dollar question. Um, one of the things we're, we're waiting to find out, ultimately, you know, the the activities taking place on our grounds, we want to make sure that we're providing a safe environment. So we do we do have some some responsibility to make sure that those practices are are upheld. Uh, the sports themselves will have a certain amount of obligation as well. So I think you know we need to wait and see what those um, plans are coming from the sports, and then see how it melds with with the municipality. Um, you know, and just see what's feasible in terms of extra sanitation and, and signage and, and, you know, those areas that we can help. So uh, we are waiting for a little more direction on those specifics, but I anticipate that'll be coming in, in the next coming days. On a more physical note, what are you guys doing to make sure that everything is ready to go? Because now that you kind of have uh, these plans in front of us, I assume it's uh, all, all, pow, all, all steam ahead, just trying to make sure all facilities are ready to go? Yes, for sure. You know, a lot of the groups were, were probably... Um, 
you know, getting ready for it before the plug was pulled, you know, because a lot of the preparation for this stuff starts, you know, February and March already. It's not necessarily just in April. So some of that work was done. It'll be a matter of dusting off those old plans now. We have staff in a few of the communities that will be hard at work, and they've been working to, to prep things like ball diamonds and soccer fields and things like that, uh, you know, just by taking care of the grass, uh, doing some infield work. We have some projects ongoing um, you know, that will impact the availability of our fields, particularly in Kleefeld, where there's some work going on in one of the ball diamonds. But it will be full speed ahead, um, and, and some of it's begun already, and in the next couple of days it's going to be trying to ramp it up as fast as possible. Right on. Well, I wish you all the best in this process. I know you're going to have, be a, have a busy time ahead of you, but good luck. Yeah, appreciate it. Cool. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. It's the Mix Morning Show. It's the Mix Morning Show. And we are joined by our uh, local MLA, Kelvin Gertzen, and of course, Education Minister. Uh, Kelvin, all ears were on the news yesterday uh, as Phase 2 was uh, was released. And uh, it meant a lot of, uh, well, good news for restaurants and gyms and even some churches. Yeah, I mean, I think it's good to see um, things continue to loosen in terms of the restrictions. So um, gyms can start to open, again, under limited capacity. But, Corny, I know you're a big gym guy, so that's, that's good. And uh, restaurants can start to have um, in-restaurant seating at a, at a more limited capacity. I'm a big restaurant guy, so that's good. Uh, so a little bit for everybody. And then I know many people are wondering about uh, churches and houses of, of faith. And there's lots of work going on there. I think that we are uh, close to uh, getting to uh, a, a, a good sort of resolution, um, but more work to do. But there are some things within that that I think are important to talk about. So uh, it's not as though uh, different things that churches and other faiths do are completely stopped. Baptisms can continue to go on, um, obviously with the usual precautions that are out there from public health, but you can have baptisms. Um, these gathering sizes of 25 mean that within a church context, because they, they talk about separate entrances and separate rooms, if you have several different entrances and several different rooms within a, a church, for example, you can have um, gathering sizes of 25 within each of those. You could be having cell groups or Bible studies. Uh, so you could have uh, certainly more than 25 within the church building if it's following those rules. So there's lots of things that people have faced. Uh, can still participate in. The church hasn't closed. Those who are believers know that they have their own sort of responsibility as the church to go to help others. Um, but you have to sometimes be a little bit more creative. It's a little more difficult, but we're heading in the right direction, I think. Yeah, I agree. You know, like in our church, of course, we have our church online like most churches are doing right now. Um, but what they're doing is they're arranging coffee dates literally just in the basement of the church with small groups of people that can just get together and have some face time with with each other, which I think is something people are really craving now, just to see people in person. And uh, it's going to be great. I mean, I ate in a restaurant on the patio, of course, for the first time in months just the other day, and it just felt great not to have to do the dishes after and you know not to clean up your own plate. You know what I mean? Like, it's all part of that restaurant service that we miss so much, and it's going to be great to be able to start doing that indoors again. Now, uh, schools is a big part of this as well, and, uh, and graduation, and we definitely want to talk with that. We're chatting with Kelvin Gertzen, Education Minister and MLA. More on uh, Phase 2, what that means for the schools, coming up in a moment. 
It's the Mix Morning Show. It's the Mix Morning Show. And phase two of the reopening of Manitoba was announced yesterday. We're talking with uh, MLA Kelvin Gertzen and also our education minister. Um, uh, Kelvin, I, I want to start with the first sentence of the release when it talked about schools. It very clearly indicates that regular classes will not resume for the rest of the school year. That's pretty clear, isn't it? It's very clear. In-class uh, learning is not resuming for this school year, but there is limited use of schools, and that's been requested by school divisions in terms of can we have, you know, like day camps, for example, in uh, in schools, and that's important in many areas of Manitoba and for many students. So that's been going on for a little while now. In terms of the schools, though, and teachers, teachers are coming back on June 1st to both prepare for the fall, uh, but also to have these one-on-one assessments, sort of think uh, a parent-teacher uh, interviews with the students, right? And so they can invite the students and parents to come in, do a bit of an assessment, see what's happened over the last couple of months, what kind of suggestions can they give to the, to the student and to the parent for the rest of the summer uh, to help them prepare for fall. Uh, and then in some cases, in some schools, there'll be a desire to have some small group assessments uh, as they get prepared for the next year. Teachers need to be able to look into the composition of classes for next year, those, those transition years when you're coming into new schools. Uh, that's important. So very limited use. Not going to be regular school by any stretch of the imagination, but important interaction. Yeah, and I noticed that they said very specifically that um, choir and musical theater type of activities will not be allowed because singing, you, you, you just project more, and then that means more stuff being sprayed into the air for lack of better words, but they're saying the possibility of uh, some sporting events. Um, can you give us a little bit of clarity on that? Yeah, so they're, they are moving to uh, to allow uh, the sort of amateur sporting activity uh, in the uh, province. Now, the associations and their associations for the various sports are going to be working together to ensure that we have the proper uh, rules in place, and of course, it's going to be difficult to social distance in a lot of sports, but sort of brief interactions are is what they'll be looking for. But they want to ensure that young people, you know, whether it's issues like soccer and that, that these things still happen, right? Because that's an important health thing and certain important interaction things. So, in working with those various associations, they'll come up with the uh, with the protocols, and that'll be good because we are into summer, and um, and the people want to be able to do those sort of things. There are still uh, difficulties traveling around uh, for a variety of different reasons, so we need to still find things to do here at home. And a couple of other things that really excite me about what they've said about schools, um, counseling access, emergency phone access, like that's still going to be available at the schools. I think some students need that one-on-one counseling still in the schools, especially to get through this time. Um, I think that is uh, is very important. And I think the other thing that I really like about this is that they are encouraging the use of outdoor facilities and playgrounds. Right. So schools, as you mentioned, are, are a lot more than, than just that in-class learning for a lot of communities. They rely on it for Internet access for a lot of individual students. That counseling, as you mentioned, is particularly important. And then the school grounds themselves are uh, a bit of a, a, a community space as well. So um, we're moving more to... Uh, ensuring that these sort of important services are available and used and encouraged as we learn more about what uh, the virus is doing in the Manitoba context. We know there's a lot of challenges everywhere uh, 
in Canada and in the world. Manitoba, we've been very fortunate. We want to stay fortunate. So we're doing it smart, but still trying to ensure that people have uh, access to these services. Yeah. If we continue to follow the rules, we don't have to move backwards and start reclosing things. And I think that is, I think that's important to everyone in the province that we don't move backwards. You know, when I drove past a school yesterday and I saw um, some kids playing on the structures again, and it was gorgeous to see. It was beautiful to see because it just, it gave you that hope that normal is coming back. It, it, it does. And, you know, when you look around, where I get inspiration and hope all the time is I look around and not just what's happening in our community, but then I look at what's happening in different parts of Canada and the world and, and I go, man, like, we're very, very fortunate where we are. And then I take a bit of time to, to pray for those other places in, in the world that are struggling more than we are. And that gives me a lot of encouragement and hope because um, even when you're challenged, you should always feel gratitude. And we've got a lot to be grateful for. Yep, absolutely. Calvin Gertzen, I really appreciate you and I really appreciate you taking the time to uh, chat with us this morning. Thank you very much. Have a great rest of the day. Thanks, you too. Take care. It's the next morning show.